Uh, Alana, thank you so much for joining me. I, I really appreciate your time. I'm, I'm looking forward to learning about your story. Thanks for having me. Sure. So uh, let's jump right into it. I want to learn a little bit about your experience. How did you get involved with Journey Pure? Was there a personal experience you had that got you passionate about helping people in addiction recovery? Tell me a little bit about how you got here. I've actually been in recovery uh, last December, made it 10 years. Oh, congratulations. Um, thank you. Big 10. I had 10 years in March. It's a big oh, congratulations to you. Yeah, it felt really like, it felt different. It actually felt kind of special for a change, you know? Yeah. There's something different about 10, for sure. It, mm -hmm. It's one thing to have one and then three and then five, but 10 is definitely, and that's a whole decade, right? <laughs> So that was a huge, yeah, a huge accomplishment for me. Um, you know, but every day is work, you know, you're in recovery. I think everyone in recovery knows that each day is, um, it's, it's, you're continuing to work. It's an active thing. Hmm. Um, so I, um, I became uh, an active addict uh, around eight, nine years old. Um, I struggled with uh, chronic pain. I had, um, had some head trauma. And uh, I lived in Brooklyn, New York, in a really rough neighborhood, and um, you know went to see some some therapists, some uh, neurologists, and and um, they basically just you know wrote Percocet scripts and hydrocodone scripts. Wow, at eight years old. Eight nine years old. Wow. Um, they I remember them. They were always like you know cut it in half and take it. Mm -hmm. um, and pain and whatnot. Next thing you know, I'm uh, 15, 16. And uh, if I don't take my medication, I'm, in, I'm going through withdrawals. Um, at the time, I didn't conceptualize or understand what it was that I was experiencing. Um, but I became educated about it and um, realized that I, you know, that I was an addict. Um, I had to take twice as much as what was prescribed to me for me to just get through the day and feel okay. And if I didn't, I was really, really sick. Um, looking back now, that was dope sick. Sure. Um, and, um, you know, and by the time I turned about 18, I decided that that wasn't the way I wanted to live my life. And um, I attempted recovery for the first time. Um, again, 10 years ago, uh, up in New York, um, there, not, there were no treatment centers or detoxes. So, um, you know, I did NA for a while and, um, I decided to invest, um, my, I, I decided to invest my recovery, um, through my education. And that's when I decided to become a mental health and substance abuse therapist. Um, so 10 years later, here I am, um, doing what I do now. Did you get a master? What, what was it that you were passionate about learning about? Yeah, so it's interesting how it happened. Um, actually, it was in high school in a psychology class um, wow. and being an active member of, um, they called it back then, uh, Students Against Destructive Decisions, uh, SAD. Um, SAD, which I, yes. Yeah, I eventually, ironically, became the president of when I was a senior in high school. Hmm. But it was through those programs and, and education in high school that I realized that I was struggling with addiction. Um, and so by the time I graduated high school, um, I already had, um, 
you know, two credits going into undergrad for my bachelor's degree um, and a scholarship because when I was in high school, with everything that I was going through, um, not only was I struggling with addiction, I was struggling with trauma. Um, I was a victim of uh, physical and mental and emotional trauma. I had a really, really rough um, home life. And um, I started a nonprofit program in high school called Teens in Distress, where I would basically facilitate um, peer support for students um, in school that were, you know, a lot of them were struggling with domestic violence, um, domestic abuse, drug abuse, teen pregnancy, um, things like that. And so that's kind of um, what I did. That's how I started to get clean. And, um, and so I decided that, you know, that I would go to school. I went to uh, Florida International University in Miami. Okay. I lived in Florida at the time. Um, I went to FIU and earned my bachelor's in psychology. And um, I got another bachelor's in criminal law. Um, and then I went ahead and, you know, went to graduate school and I got my master's degree in clinical mental health counseling with a specialty in comorbidity and uh, dual diagnosis. Um, and uh, yeah, I just, I knew that that was the direction I wanted to go from, from I think a really young age. <laughs> wow. Um, out of all of the options that you could have had, all the options that you do have, frankly, with obviously your, your pedigree and your education and um, the, the many levels of, of expertise that you've acquired across the years, why helping people with addiction? Like, what is it about addiction that means so much to you? Why did you choose this path as opposed to criminal law, nonprofit, maybe helping women or, or some of the other things that I'm sure you're passionate about? Like, why addiction recovery? Addiction recovery, because um, it just hits home for me. Um, you know, I entering recovery was the hardest thing I've ever had to do. Mm. Um, it was also the most rewarding thing I've ever done in my life. And if as a professional, I can guide people through that, then that's a, that's a gift on its own. Um, you know, a lot of people who are struggling with addiction are struggling with hopelessness. And I'm no stranger to that. Um, I can empathize with that on a personal, experiential, and a professional level. And I think people who are really struggling, um, you know, they need to experience empathy in order to feel like they have help to move forward. Um, it, they're at their toughest time in their lives, and I completely understand that. Um, and I also have this this notion that you know, if I could do it then anyone can do it. Mm. Um, I, sh I have no problem sharing that with my clients and patients on a day-to-day -day basis. You know, um, I enjoy the work I do as a therapist and as a consultant um, because it isn't just work. It's called, it's soul work. And, you know, Mateo Soul, he's a psycho-spiritual influencer. Um, he refers to the core need of every path and pursuit uh, to be called soul work. Um, without it, people are empty and directionless, and um, soul work helps you reach your fullest human potential. Um, and that's what I aim to do every single day, just helping people reach their fullest potential. I think that is awesome. I think when you talked about empathy, I really, really relate to that because um, as someone 
in recovery myself, what you were talking about, just how important it is to be able to look in somebody and just say like, I know how you're feeling. It's just that one critical connection that without it, like you can never bridge that gap. And there's always going to be um, a distinction between somebody that's struggling and like the trust that they need to give to look at you. So let's talk a little bit more specifically about Journey Pure. Out of all the places that you could have gone, which obviously there are many, um, why? What we do at Journey Pure is a little bit unique. You know, the in-network model is is very unique. That's something that I'm really passionate about. As someone that uh, my family wouldn't have had the option to go to treatment. Like in-network benefits are so important for the majority of the people that need treatment, and like you can't get it. So, for me, that's something that I'm that. I'm really passionate about when I talk about Journey Pure, but for you specifically, like why this place? Why Journey Pure? Why, why this team and this ethos? Great question. Um, so I live in Florida, which is the treatment capital of America. Mm. Um, and, you know, living in Florida, treatment kind of has a bad reputation down here. Um, and I think in general, na- nationwide treatment is becoming too some people are just in it for the wrong reasons. Um, And so you're absolutely right. Journey Pure is different. Um, We are unique in what we do, the way that we approach clients that are struggling, the way that we treat them when they come in and the way that we follow them when they get out um, from start to finish is so unique. I have never, you know, experienced any other treatment provider in the industry that does it the way that we do. Um, And I think that, it speaks volumes because, you know, we've seen, we're doing the thing that we're measuring how it works and we're seeing results in people. And so when we see the results that work, we keep doing it that way. Um, I take a lot of pride in my role as a clinical consultant on the consultant team um, founded by our director of clinical consultants, Brenna O'Brien, um, you know, she hired specifically uh, licensed mental health professionals like myself to go out in the field um, and into the community in hospitals and clinics and, um, and in other public settings to, you know, to physically meet with patients face to face and build a rapport and uh, formulate a prognosis based on what they're experiencing, evaluating their symptoms, and then getting them placed into treatment, um, whether it's with Journey Cure or not. Um, and so that's something that I always thought was really, really special um, as a therapist, as a clinician myself, and as someone in recovery, I always have the best interest of the client at heart. It's whatever it is that they need at that moment in time. Um, if it's with us, fantastic, great, we can get them there. If it's not, then that's okay too. And my role as a clinical consultant, it gives us the flexibility to to work with people um, and help them no matter what they need. And I think there's something really, really special about that. Me too. I second every single thing that you said. Cool. And I'll, I'll put your contact info in uh, the show notes of the video. Um, it'll be in the description of all the places that we posted. So people will, will be able to get in touch with you. Alana, thank you so much for your time. I really, really enjoy talking to you. I, I admire you and I appreciate your story. Uh, we'll do this again. Thank you. Thanks so much, Tim. All right. See you.